This episode of the Old Dogs REI Network is brought to you by Mino Studio. Welcome to the Old Dogs REI Network, where cash flow is king. Real estate investing, the means, so you can enjoy your retirement dreams. This is the show where we cut right to the chase. No sales pitch, no long monologues, just simple how-to real estate investing advice, so you can earn the passive income you need to enjoy your retirement today. And now, your host and chief old dog, Bill Manasero. Dogs, and welcome to Fun Facts Friday. This is our once a week, only on Friday show, where we have special episodes not featuring guests, where I will share tricks, tips, terminology, and techniques that will help skyrocket you to real estate investing success. Today's topic is a rebound in retail real estate. But before we get started, I want to just touch base with you guys again. Um, you know, I, I like to do that in the beginning here, even though I can't hear you. Um, <laughs> maybe you could yell a little bit louder. Are you there? I uh, didn't hear anything, but hey, there's a way we can communicate. And uh, that's why by emailing me, if you if you are so inclined, um, maybe you have some questions. Maybe um, you could maybe share what you're doing in real estate right now. I, I mean, I'd really love to hear from you guys and hear exactly where you are in your real estate journey. And uh, if you have any questions or maybe a success story to share, or maybe some challenges that you're dealing with, maybe it's something we can bring up on the air. So looking forward to hearing from you. Okay. All right. Well, let's move on to our topic, a rebound and retail real estate. That's a question. Well, what is that question and why am I asking it here? You know, when COVID hit, a lot of our show is really focused in on, wow, you know, what do we do as real estate investors? Should we continue investing? Should we look for opportunities? Should we hold off because of the uncertainty of the market and the economy and all these various things? So we talked quite a bit about those things and continue to talk about where are the, the best places to invest in, uh, in this inflationary market that we're in right now in this um, strange economy. When COVID hit, the real estate market did all kinds of interesting things. Uh, Single-family homes surprisingly continued to eat, increase in price. They just kept going up and up and up. Multi-family uh, properties, they stayed pretty steady in light of eviction moratoriums and forbearances and so forth, but they rebounded pretty quickly and uh, all, you know, the multifamily investors have fared very well. I mean, some had slight declines in occupancy, but those, again, you know, didn't last for long. And then there were those areas of, especially on the commercial side, where you saw some, some major changes going on, especially industrial real estate, which just took off. And the, the demand, especially as people were ordering more and more uh, items online that, you know, the warehousing and, and 
you know that industrial space and was just a huge demand and uh, continues still but on the negative side you know there were those that got hit pretty bad like restaurants got crushed because of the shutdown the lockdowns and offices and uh, and retail uh, you know and a retail had already been on a decline and uh, you know just with the surge of you know online buying and and so that was that was already one that was a little volatile, but when when COVID came, it really got hit hard. But what's really interesting is, uh, and I monitor uh, Crexy. It, it's a it's a great online source of leads for commercial properties, and uh, um, they also do surveys and monthly updates and trends and so forth. And and in the May issue, they were looking at you know various parts of the commercial asset spectrum. Restaurants, new restaurants added to Crexy, uh, actually were demanding a noticeably higher average rent per square foot. I mean, significantly up 9% compared to April rates. Now, this asset class was the only one on both sides of sales and leasing side of Crexy to show more than a 3% fluctuation in pricing. So, I mean, this is pretty phenomenal. Hiked prices coincide with returning demand for restaurants as people starved for, you know, then I guess the pun is intended there, uh, starved for in-person interactions flock to sit down to dining experiences. Restaurants and restaurant spaces are experiencing valuation gains as a result. Now, on the retail side, which is, you know, definitely a little different here, um, retail People are looking at saying, no, this is going to continue to decline because people are, are more comfortable online buying and so forth. But now we're seeing a, a little shift here. Recently, private investors are snapping up shopping centers and other bricks and mortar type real estate. You know, this is a bullish sign for the, you know, the beleaguered retail property sector as it emerges stronger than expected from COVID-19 pandemic. Now, while many real estate investment trusts and other big players remain cautious, retail property sales are increasing through purchases from family offices, wealthy individuals, and small private investment firms. These buyers, who are more nimble than big companies and large equity firms, were responsible for nearly three-quarters of retail asset acquisitions in 2021, a 30% increase from the 10-year historical average, according to real estate services uh, firm uh, Jones Lang LaSalle, or otherwise known as JLL. If current trends persist, brokers expect REITs and major institutions to follow these smaller investors to the market. According to Danny Finkel, co-head of retail capital markets at JLL, they expect all of the major capital sources to want to have exposure to retail. That renewed investor interest in retail marks a turnaround for a sector that has been struggling to adapt uh, to the rise in e-commerce since before the pandemic. Now, retail property transactions volumes in the U.S. surged last year to nearly $82 billion, a 24% increase from 2019, according to MSCI Real Assets. 
The enthusiasm continued in the first quarter of this year with transaction volume hitting $25 billion by April 30th, an 82% increase over the same period in 2021. Investors are warming to retail partly because of the population shifts that favor suburban shopping, as evidenced by the growing popularity of open-air shopping centers. Meanwhile, the retailers that survived the pandemic's initial lockdowns and surge in online shopping have found many customers still want to shop in person. The share of e-commerce sales as a percentage of total retail sales has been falling since it jumped at the start of the pandemic. Now, online sales comprised 14.3% of overall retail sales last quarter, according to JLL, still higher than the pandemic, but down from 16.4% in the second quarter of 2020. So this is really interesting that you know, that a lot of people were saying e-commerce was going to replace retail, but there's this stirred interest. Now, I don't know if this is going to be a continuing thing, but, you know, right now the, the data is showing that there is there's a shift happening here. Many retailers are paying their rent on time, looking to expand and increasingly competing for limited square footage. New retail development has been slow since 2009, and the lack of supply has started to push up rents, according to JLL. Retail investor Time Equities has noticed new and stronger competition, particularly from other private investors and even hedge funds since late 2020, according to Amy Schiff, this firm's uh, managing director for national retail. The new bidders are particularly active in bids for grocery-anchored shopping centers and properties in more far-flung parts of the country. According to Ziff, things have not only stabilized, but conditions have improved to some of the best fundamentals he's seen since 2007, maybe even better. Retail property is appealing to investors also because prices and returns remain attractive, especially compared with the favored commercial property types like warehouses and rental apartments. While nearly all property types are down since the start of the year, retail REITs have outperformed apartment and industrial stocks, according to data from Bloomberg, Narit, and Green Street. In Port Charlotte, Florida, a small city on the Gulf Coast about halfway between Sarasota and Fort Myers, a bidding war broke out earlier this year over a 140,000-square-foot shopping center anchored by an office depot. The center attracted 19 bidders, mostly private investors, and sold last month for $19 million or 20% more than it was in contract for two years earlier before the pandemic derailed the sale, according to Jim McChalik, managing partner at Plaza Advisor, the broker who represented the seller, a New York-based private equity group. The bidding was strong in part because of low retail supply in the area and also because the shopping center's 83% occupancy rate and Home Depot's plans to depart by next year offer new owners the opportunity to add higher-paying tenants. Now, Mr. McCallick says that the buyer is confident that retail demand is strong enough to fill the space at attractive rents, with two possible tenants already considering the anchor location.
Private investors have migrated to acquiring shopping centers because of better yields compared with other real estate. Investing in retail remains a risky business. I mean, right now, I don't feel that comfortable going totally all in for retail, but I certainly am going to monitor this. Rising interest rates are are tanking some deals, and overall commercial property sales were down 16% in April compared with the same month in 2021 after 13 straight months of increases, according to MSCI Real Assets. But others say that they expect retail assets will continue to attract capital. People are trying to understand if a recession is coming and what will be the extent of inflation. But so long as retail fundamentals continue to perform, investors will continue to invest in these retail assets. Now, this is in an area that uh, we are going to be monitoring here at Old Dog's REI Network, and we're going to keep you posted. But uh, right now, it looks like there's some areas that are coming back, and, uh, and that's encouraging. It's also um, interesting in light of inflation and some of the other factors that are going on. Um, so we definitely want to keep our eyes open, and there may be some great opportunities here. Well, that's it for today. Please note, all dog listeners, everything presented here, of course, can be accessed in our detailed show notes on the Old Dogs website at olddogsreinetwork.com forward slash blog. And you're going to look for the episode entitled, A Rebound in Retail Real Estate? Well, that's the show for today. Remember, cash flow is king and real estate investing the means. Until next time, keep moving forward and may God bless. Thank you very much for visiting the Old Dogs REI Network. We would greatly appreciate if you would stop by iTunes and let us know what you think of the show. We would love if you could subscribe to the podcast, give us a five-star rating, and write a review. The more ratings and reviews we receive, the more visible the podcast will be to others. Thank you.